For the first time in probably my life, I've been doing something that I have always needed to learn how to do, and that's regulating. Regulating my nervous system, balancing out my habits. I have always been a person who kind of fell into extremes when it came to the way she moved around in the world. Like if you have ADHD, if you're on the autism spectrum, if you're neurodivergent, you know that maybe you prefer to be organized, maybe you had to work extra hard to be organized and structured, but your brain is either somewhat creative or wants to do a lot of things at once and wants to be more free-flowing. And it feels like a mismatch for how society is, for how you're expected to work. And it's freaking confusing. But I'm actually figuring it out. Hello, welcome, or welcome back, to my podcast. My name is Ariel. If you hear a dog barking in the background, that's because there is one and it's mine. Okay, <laughs> I am uh, I am highly sensitive. I am empathic. I am hypermobile. I am, I have ADHD. I have um, some sort of, like I'm on the autism spectrum somewhere. I am definitely neurodivergent. And God, am I finally coming back into balance and basically having fun with the process again? So, you know, I've been struggling for the past couple of years with my health and it's, it's everything. It's mental, emotional, physical, you know, like, like digestive issues, posture issues, emotional trauma, like things that I am trying to, to regulate within myself. And a lot of it is obviously mental and my thoughts and beliefs. And the overall issue with everything was I was just so, I don't know, extreme with how I did things. Again, if you are neurodivergent in any way, you kind of know this, where your brain almost works as if like you were born with 10 tabs open and the and the struggle is how do you close like n- the nine other tabs whereas a lot of people their brain works like they have one tab open and then they later open other tags tabs and then it would be confusing for them but ours are already like our our minds are already set to be that open and it's confusing because you know you get used to like being excited that you can put creative ideas together getting excited that you can multitask that you can think differently than other people and i think you're special and not in like you know you're special in a very like important like beautiful way and uh, there's my dog again <laughs> and It's frustrating because, as many of us know, in workplaces, even just interacting with other people in general, the way your mind works isn't appreciated and it also is is not compatible with a lot of the ways workplaces work and with the ways people think. And when you communicate with other people, 
you find, okay, I got to slow down. I need to be a little bit more linear. Um, I need to start from a different place. And I can think like so macro first, and then I kind of whittle it down. Whereas a lot of people, like I'm big picture most of the time, whereas a lot of other people are like small steps first to progress into the bigger picture. And it's confused me most of my life. And even though you would call that a creative, there's also something in me that's that's very different than typical artists where I'm also not completely comfortable being super right-brained. There's a lot of me that's very type A. And it's it's a weird mix, but but lately I've been finding that I'm at least taking the time to stop either overdoing things or underdoing things and being too depressed. So I would overwork a lot at work. I would think 10 steps ahead of everybody else and that'd be great, but not everybody was on board with me. And so I'd be burning out and then feeling underappreciated and then feeling like, like I'm in the wrong environment and also that I'm not learning from anybody. So I would often feel like an isolated island. And then same thing would honestly happen in relationships. As we know, even as an empath and hypersensitive person, like you tend to overdo it in relationships because you do understand more or you feel more. You're more in tune than other people. And then they're not on the same page as you and you overdo it and then you're exhausted by your relationships. And in life, really, like my habits are like, oh, I can... I want to be way too productive during days, you know, like I get excited where I can, where I can be like, oh, I can do my laundry while I'm cooking. And while those two things are happening, I can do the dishes and I can also listen to this podcast and I can also play guitar like, and I can do this. And it's like, (laughs) I am doing several things at once and I know they're possible. And that is what kills me because I'm like, it could have been possible. I could do this. I really, I can see it. I can see all the steps to it. But it's like, how do I actually take care of myself while I'm doing all those things? And how do you find people who will support you and take care of you as you're doing those things too? Well, it's interesting because you know how I've talked about how I'll overwork and then I will burn out. And then I quit my job earlier this year. And since then, I think I've been regulating. I think I've quit my job a couple of other times before, but I've never had like a, like, like a longer bout of unemployment, or I've never had really the freedom where I have now where I'm freelancing. Like I would always like take a month or so and then jump over to another full-time job. And this time around, it didn't work like that. And I felt like it wasn't right to jump into another full-time job yet. And so what I did with my time was I ended up finally unblocking a lot of my creativity. Hi, podcast. But I started actually feeling into my body again. Like I would take voice lessons. I would love to sing. Naturally, I kind of know how to sing. But I was really sitting with myself and taking it slow. And I realized, oh, that's how that's supposed to feel. Oh, that's how that's where I can breathe. Oh, I can move this way. I had no idea I can move that way. 
I even felt that with my workouts. Like, I did not know I wasn't getting the full range of motion. I didn't know I could push or move in this posture or whatever. It's so many things that I sort of ignored and also just never fully let myself explore in my body because I must have just been like, like doing that amongst all the other things and not really focusing or paying attention. And I also allowed myself to learn slower. So yeah, I'm obviously, <laughs> I'm a fa- I used to be, used to be a fast mover and overachiever. But, and I would, I would be that person that would write a paper like the night before it was due and like turn it in like three minutes before like the midnight, before midnight. <laughs> and like, that's unhealthy, obviously. And like, God, I prided myself so much on being able to do those things or being able to like, like live like a college kid who like was constantly hustling and kind of like MacGyvering her way to, to through life and doing shortcuts and stuff. And it didn't mean that I didn't have an appreciation for being genuine and working hard because I did. But in my head, I, my ego was all up in this like, like, oh, I can do it differently and I'm going to show you. And that was the issue with me because I really just kind of wanted to prove myself to people. And I knew it. I knew that I had something different and I thought differently and I wanted to show off and be that way because I felt like all the other people who didn't think the way I thought treated me like I was dumb or that I was different or they just didn't feel like accepting of me in some ways. You know, if you're different, you don't feel accepted. So I use that as like my armor and then I obviously overcompensated and I wanted to prove to people like, ha, I wrote a paper and I got a good grade on it, even though you took forever on it. And it's like, actually, I did retain something like what's weird is I would still retain information pretty well. I would still get a good grade on those papers and things like this is also uh, perfectionistic procrastination and it's unhealthy, but I found that my mind works really fast and a lot of the times if I go too slow, I won't retain information. I'll end up daydreaming more. And so right now I am trying to regulate what my work process is, like what my most comfortable, healthiest, feel-good process is. And Yes, I'm taking it slow right now, but I'm finding that like like my attention span is is so <laughs> it's so short for for full focus. And so I'm trying to retrain myself to be really focused for like 30 minutes when I'm doing something. And then any more than that, I'm probably going to overdo it. Like I'm really relearning the ukulele and it's really fun. And I play the piano and like, again, when I was younger, I took to that quickly. And, but I also, when I was younger, I, I would get really frustrated in lessons and stuff. Cause I'd be like, I just want to do it myself. I just want to figure it out myself. Stop telling me to do it this way. I must've been so frustrating, but that kind of shows me like I, you know, I had a different way of doing things and my brain really worked differently. So with the ukulele, I, when I first started learning it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm getting this. And so, and I was just 
not thinking of anything else and I was just practicing. And then when it came to like, okay, now do these exercises. And like, I would do the exercises correctly after the first couple of practices. And then after it was like, now do them one more time, I would I would get unfocused <laughs> and I would exhaust. And that's classic ADHD person too. Um, but I realized that that's exactly what happened when I was playing piano when I was younger. Also, when I was playing piano, I was very much like in tune and played by ear. But there would be a point where I could tell I didn't need the extra practice because it would it would frustrate me. It would confuse me. It would make me feel like, like now my brain, now my brain is looking for other things to do and it can't just focus on this one thing. And so it's really frustrating, but like going back to writing papers, like it makes sense that like my, my brain did the best hyper-focusing. That's not healthy, but it was, it was easier for me to sit and focus because I was like, I'm on a crunch. Like I have a lot of adrenaline. The only thing I have to do right now is this one thing and I have to write this paper. And that put together enough focus, that combination of adrenaline and having a deadline. And so I had to only do this one thing, not healthy. But looking back, it helps me realize like, what I can do as I rework and fix sort of my habits. I don't even want to say fix, but let's say let's make them healthier because obviously it's not sustaining. And in in some worlds, in some ways, I could just do this and I could be like that. But, you know, the rest of the society doesn't work well with these type, like with this type of brain. Plus, Obviously, it burns me out at certain, like, but like, at some point, so I can't continue it. So I will. I'm retraining myself to only work in short spurts of like real, genuine focus, and then beyond that, like, I mean, obviously, I guess that's what a lot of people do. Like they do consistent work in short spurts and they don't overdo it, which should be like a duh to me, right? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm questioning that in my brain right now. Like, like, I guess it goes back to the, to the open tabs example, because I guess any type of brain or person, whether they're neurodivergent or not, has the ability to probably learn best in short spurts and stuff. It's just, where did they start from? And again, mine is, I started with 10 tabs open and I have to close those tabs. Whereas someone else is always used to like, and starts with having just one or two tabs open and that's it, you know? Yeah, and otherwise, I was talking to my therapist about how I finally feel like I'm not just isolating just to recoup or I'm not just getting depressed after being overly like excited or or expending too much like whether with other people or with work like I felt like 
when I was by myself, like when I'm by myself now, I'm not running away from anything or I'm not just trying to recharge. I feel like I have flow within myself. And for years, obviously because of trauma, I didn't feel like I could express myself and be creative and delve into my creative, my my creativity and tap into it. And I had such a block because I just didn't think people would understand me or care. And now it feels like I have gone through so much generational and and like inner child healing. And I feel like the past couple of weeks have been difficult because I really had to be honest with how much it hurt. And that was the key. I couldn't just jump into just feel confident, you know, like just your inner child hurts, but just don't feel that anymore. Like that, that doesn't work. You have to allow yourself to validate the pain. That doesn't mean that the pain stays in you, but it means that's how you release it. I had to be honest with the fact that I was so unhappy and that I was so, I was so resentful of my family for kind of putting me in this box for being really controlling and and for basically making me feel like I couldn't live to my potential and I was really upset with them for not being emotionally available. I had to be so honest and allow myself to be super angry. I needed to tell my therapist like, look, I just want to be the most angry. I want to be hurt in this moment. I want to finally fully feel this. And she was like, yeah, I think you need to. And so this was the past couple of weeks and holding on to all of that resentment and trying to mask it was the reason why I had so many blocks to my creativity. So the past couple of weeks, even though it hasn't been like cleared or perfect, I feel like a weight has lifted off of me. And so I'm not constantly upset. I'm not constantly feeling like like my parents and my sister are like their presence are overbearing or whatever. And it feels like the energy that took me like that I took to try to guard myself from that is now like I don't need that energy anymore. And I'm my body's finally using it in different ways. I can finally use that energy and put it towards creativity, towards the things I'm actually passionate about. And not only is it the energy, but the belief systems, like the way my mind worked, like my mind isn't constantly bombarded with insecurities. I mean, it is somewhat, but it's isn't as bombarded with frustration to other people. Now it's a little bit more clear to just focus on myself. And that's that is doing tremendous like good work for for my mood it's lifting me from depression i am finally able to self regulate and it's really hard to because it just feels like i mean my body still wants to kind of knee jerk reaction fall into certain patterns and so that's why i have to take it in short spurts and then i think about how i'm like like is that enough progress if for 30 minutes a day 
I tried to be really aware of breathing well or whatever. And then the rest of the day I wasn't. <laughs> and like, I actually think it is helpful because at least like in those 30 minutes, I can think of like, what's the exact posture I need or with like ukulele, like, like what are the couple things that I really need to focus on? And Maybe I forget about it for the rest of the day, but the next day I can go back to it and like, and be like, oh, okay, that wasn't too much to retain. So I retained it. And I know this might be obvious to you other people, but it just feels like having that attitude in most things, you know, like even in relationships, I feel a little bit more regulated. Like I know in like dating, I just feel like I'm not excited about like the high highs and low lows of like codependency anymore, which is who thank thank the Lord, you know, and I am slowly, slowly, but it's getting there, getting more and more attracted to interactions that are very steady and and even though excitable, they feel grounded, they feel like. I'm present with them and I don't feel like my energy is trying too hard to please them, is getting too excited. It just feels like I am in tune and I'm just present and grounded with them. Does that make sense? And that's such a different feeling than in most relationships, whether it's romantic or friendship or with coworkers or with parents. And you are used to being so excitable because you feel like you have to be on all the time. You feel like you have to expel so much energy. You feel like you have to put in so much effort. And it feels like you're misregulated in the way that you're acting and how your energy is. And knowing that I can be more present with myself while around other people is amazing. So it's going to take some trial and error and practice. And I still get really frustrated. And not to mention, my literal body... I am trying to rebalance. But it's funny how while all of this stuff is happening mentally, emotionally, physically, my body is starting to get more and more aligned, even my gut. And it's just, I don't want all of this to be so literal though, because a lot of people say that trauma manifests in the body and affects everything. But I also don't want to be like, you know, like, oh, I have childhood trauma. I'm obviously going to get cancer. Like, like, because I didn't solve it. Like, I don't think you should have that much power. However, I am starting to believe in manifesting in the way that like, you need to manifest or have a different belief system in order to act the way and attract the things that are at like on the same wavelength as you. So I will end this by saying I will not stop being a neurodivergent person and I don't want to stop actually. I love when I can use it for good, when I can use it to build a bigger vision for say um, songs or screenplays the positives from being ADHD and like having an overactive mind and everything is like I did go above and beyond at work because I did see things that other people didn't see and I have talents in being you know creative and and in the way that I think it's just a matter of how do I 
use that for focused, intentional situations? And then how do I pull back from always being that way in every situation? And God, I know, it feels like if you are like me in any of these respects, it's like you've had to work harder your whole life to adjust to other people. But I don't know. I guess that makes me special. Okay. Well, until next time. Oh, good. I didn't take too long on this one. See? Shorter spurt. Although this is somewhat long. But okay. Till next time. Peace and love. Take care. Bye-bye.